Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everyone, it is the Build Up Show, Atletico Madrid. Um, and it's Liverpool Wednesday night. Why are we doing this? Oh, <laughs> I'll never know, but we're here. Um, we're going to count down. We're going to get Brighton out of our system as, as quickly and as easily as possible, hopefully. Uh, and hopefully Liverpool do exactly the same thing as well in that game. Uh, I'm Paul Machen. I'm joined by Ross Chanley and Steve Hall for this one. If you want to check out the final word show from Brighton, because uh, me, uh, me, Chris and Tom put it to rights in a really good way. I came away, I was a little bit like... I don't know, a little bit downbeat about the whole thing. Um, I've tried my best to switch off to it, but I had to switch on. And, and I think in switching on, it was good. It was a cathartic experience as the final words off and on. So if you want to check that out on Redmen Plus, then please do over on the redmentv.com. Uh, but yeah, to that point, Ross, it's just good when you've had a disappointing result. The best thing about it is we play a lot of football games and this is a big one. Again, at Anfield, under the lights, great chance to put it right. Yeah, just look at the past seven days and how much your, your mood has probably changed from... Man United 5 0 to, to the draw. Being asleep um, against Preston yeah, to being yeah, yeah, a bit disappointed yeah. at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was quite fortunate. I have absolutely dodged that. I've just saw people got really angry that we were respecting Adam Millard at the end of the game. That's the only bit I've, I've Seriously? Seen. Yeah. Yeah, f- yeah honestly, yeah, I, I just laughed my head off and then put my phone back down. It was brilliant. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know, we're, we're in a fortunate position in the the way that we're not fortunate. We've actually earned it where we are in, in this group. Um, you know, so there's a bit of room for maneuver if we, if we need it. But again, I think this has got. A lot of subplots to it, maybe, in the sense of what happened last year, the fact that we want to put the result right, but also the circumstances that, that, that were around that. So, and we've got a good opportunity to kind of get the group more or less done or, done or dusted, which I'll be looking forward to, because then we can rotate and get midfielders back. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly that, isn't it, isn't it Steve, is that... I don't. It's going to be tough because we've we've got issues with selection in midfield, and we'll come on to that in, in the second half, of course. But they're a, they're a brilliant team, but we have got a chance to kind of rest the season. Well, actually, rest it like it's been out of control in any way, shape, or form. It hasn't. You know, the season's gone brilliantly so far. We're three points off the top of the Premier League, we're the top of the group. We're playing for the right to have our destiny be in our hands for the final two games. Well, a win and it, there's no, it's done. Yeah. You know, there is no destiny. I mean, what we do, what, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, we yeah. do is uh, what it means to the wider season. In fact, yeah. not having two games where you've got to go flat out. Yeah, yeah listen, I've... I've... <laughs> Sorry, Ross is playing bottle info. <laughs> 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 I did that. forgot it was there. Listen, the Napoli game, just, you know, we're last game of the seat of the group where you've got to get a win and it can be nervy and stuff. We, you know, Leicester, Napoli, Liverpool, you know, if they can get this one... 
against a very good team. Not only does it, you know, put us through it, it puts a big dent in Atleti's chances of going through. And at some point, you know, you're gonna have to you might have to think about semi-final opponents, quarter-final opponents, or whatever. There's a big team you can put a big dent in because if Porto can then go and beat AC Milan, Atletico are up against it in terms of getting off the group as well. So it is a big one. We owe them one. We definitely do after last time. Like that was horrible, the whole circumstances around it and the fact that they knocked us out at our ground. Yeah. So yeah, we do owe them one. It's a big game. Like I say, the best way to get over, uh, no, I say get over, it's, we, uh, we drew a game. Like, it's not the end of the world, but a pretty dour performance is to go again. With, you know, If there was any complacency or anything against Brighton, which I'm not sure there was, it might just be one of those things, but there, there shouldn't be anything here. And, and, and given the fact that there was, it was only a couple of weeks ago and that was a needly game at their gaff, I think our lads, you know, have got a couple of points to prove. Yeah, I think I must say it might be a huge thing because, uh, like, I've no idea what happened on Saturday, but I'm guessing 3 o'clock isn't going to be the same as, as a Champions League night. But I don't think Diego Simeone's helped himself by being an absolute bellend at the away ground. So I think people have that in mind. To go yep. actually, actually, you just, like, like the Barcelona game where no one boots Suarez. You've well, given, given us an incentive there to yeah. just to fucking annoy you. Yeah, well, and, and to the fact that Suarez is probably going to play this game oh, yeah, because he's been suspended. Yeah. So, you know, th- there's that. We've got those things going for us because you're dead right. The atmosphere, we didn't even do it on the final word, to be honest. It never, it never came up. And I, I'm always remiss to talk about these things because I think you, you get like, it's one of my most most least favourite things about like post analysis where people who end at the ground going the atmosphere was shy so and, uh, you feel like someone's put your finger you you there you were rubbish at, at the thing but the players got bizarrely... give you something as well though. the players you got to give you something to get up for as well it's symbiotic isn't it yeah. it was it was flat but you can't see it being like that for, for this game because again even you have dead rubbers people forget sometimes it's the group stage so not every game is Bar- is a Barcelona semi-final yeah. where it's do or die. But you you have got something to play for and you're right. Having some pantomime villains, I think, helps the situation yeah. to measure. I think it's a great point in that. Um, talk a little bit more about them and how they're getting on in a second. But we had there Connor, who's been a member on YouTube here for 16 months. Uh, just says, thanks for the content. Whilst he's been unwell, you'll never walk alone. We'll hope you get better soon, mate, if you're not done already. Uh, I'm glad we can entertain in some way, shape or form. I mean, the Reds have contributed massively towards that. To be honest, we've just been here talking about it, which is uh, fantastic. Much more, much better when the Reds are boss. But uh, yeah, we're here come rain or shine, so don't worry about that. But thank you so much, Connor. I hope you're doing, hope you're doing okay. Uh, let's have a little look then at Atletico. Three uh, nil winners at the weekend over uh, Betis. Yannick uh, Carrasco, uh, Germán Petzea uh, got an own goal from Bale Betis, and João Felix uh, sealed the win on the 80th minute. There absolutely battered them in terms of the stats: 18 shots and nine on target. There, although they didn't have the possession, shock. Atletico Madrid not having the ball, of course. Um, they've had two draws and that win though since. Stay. Um, it comes back to the point. Atletico showed what a good side they can be. They've got some brilliant footballers, but it's not the Atletico from a year or two, from any really of the times of the last seven years, really, under Simeone. No, I remember, again, I spoke to Sam Leverage before the first leg. Jail uh, is based in Spain. Atleti season tick all down. I'm going to speak to him again before this leg as well. Uh, and he basically said, like, they have changed. They are more attacking. They are going for a bit more. You, by the signings they've made, they didn't really have a choice. Like you can't go and spend all that money on Joe Felix and Anton Griezmann and then continue to park the bus. Like you have developed a bit. What I would say, they're a little bit like us at the moment, and they're scoring a lot of goals. So it's two all draw, two all draw, three nil win. Before that was always when they scored two again, but they're letting a few in as well. Which is mad because there was a period prior to us playing where they couldn't score for love no money, but they've got that side up and running. But they're not, they're being porous the other way. Exactly. So it is. It's a different Atletico than the ones who came here uh, just 
pre-pandemic. I don't that, know what year that was now. That's the, that's the world. <laughs> what was that, 2020? Yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of stages, wasn't it? Yeah, either, oh, yeah. Well, either way, it was pre, just just literally before everything stopped. Um, they're a diff- they are a bit of a different side. They've got better players for a start up front. I know they, they did us there with Maratta and stuff, but they're a better team now. But Simeone, he's definitely changed a bit. They, they are more attacking. They just are. Like they, they are developed. They were playing wing backs against those. You know, they had Yana Krasko trying to man mark Mo Salah for one point, and they had to quickly change it. So they are more offensive, which again causes issues because we are a bit. We have been a bit leaky at the back recently, as, as good as certain individuals have been at times. We've let a few in, and our goalies have to keep us in games. Like yes. our goalie keeps us in the game the other day again. Yeah. So it's 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 two very similar sides. I think they both look really really good going forwards, but they're both going to give you chances because even that game that we won three two, we could have scored four or five. Yeah. They had a few chances again. Again, Allison keeps us in a couple of times. So it's strange to say, but it looks like Liverpool Athletic could be a high scoring game. The last two have been three two, and it wouldn't be a huge shock if this one was three two one way or the other. Nobody expected it from the game last time around, and obviously it's the penalties that become. There's a lot of controversy around that. We need that to get us to get us out, you know, get us away with the points. The stress of that game's just hit me. I yeah. think on, mm-hmm. on this one coming. Can't do another three two. Been a funny old ride. Yeah. Uh, looking at La Liga, then just to get a sense of where they're at so far in the season, uh, fourth at the moment. Three points behind league, topping Real Sociedad. Where's Barcelona um, there? Barcelona are in ninth at the moment. Yeah, yeah that's amazing really, isn't it? Um, obviously, Atletico um, missed the game, didn't he? Coming back from the international break prior to them playing us because of the uh, because of the players, the Brazilians and the Argentines being Sounds away. Sounds like a sensible decision, Paul. Well, yeah, but also you're playing catch-up, aren't you? You know, you know so it is. it was sensible, but now that we, given that we then win them, Absolutely wiped the floor with Watford, yeah. and they've got to, they've got to fit another game into their oh, yeah. schedule at some point down the line. So that. you were yeah, that was exactly the right tone to take prior to those weekend <laughs> yeah. games being played. Um, the point is, is that as much as we we see them as not being you know quite the power that they were in some regards, they're right in the mix. You know they scored eighteen from eleven this season. You know they're not at the free scoring range of of Real Madrid or what have you, but they're running along with Sevilla there, with Sociedad, with um, with Betis, with Rayo Vallecano, which is which is a mad one as well in terms of having a decent goal scoring record. The defense has been okay. Uh, I think they've got the third or fourth best. Third best defensive records, pretty much in, in in the league so far. Outliers Athletic down there in seven, but yeah, look, I, I don't need to tell you that, that Atletico are a dangerous team. We saw that firsthand. What they can what they can do, and we do know that Griezmann, as mentioned, is suspended. So the Suarez thing's big. Um, he plays at the weekend, of, of course. Um, I. I'm glad that we've had our thing with Suarez because there's, there'll be no hand-wringing over this yeah. of like, oh, what should we do to Suarez? We know what to chant to Suarez. We chant fuck off Suarez to Suarez. Yeah. One day he'll come back and once he's retired, we'll be able to get over all this. But I'm glad that he treats us as an opponent and now we've learned to treat him as an opponent yeah, too. I, let me take the kickoff again. That, that, oh. that, that took me right down to the ground. But it's, it's right though, isn't it? Because I think that, that game probably helped in, in the circumstances that were around that we needed to do that. But also, we just felt what everyone else had felt throughout the years when we had him, of going like, he's an absolute prick. Yeah. But when he's your prick, it's different. Like yeah. and, and, and you love him, but you know, you've got to get those those small margins. Of course, Craig Bellamy syndrome. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Small yeah. small margins, small wins. If you can do that, you can put him off. We do it with Raheem Sterling. I know it's different circumstances around him, what he does. But he loses his head when every time he plays Anfield and, and as a crowd, to the point where he stopped stopped doing it. So you can do it to Luis Suarez and you can get in his head and wind him up. 
we know is that they'll go. I don't think it's. I don't know that you can. I, I think Suarez lives for it, but the problem is, of course, he's but now. But the results not going his way though. Yeah, yeah. exactly, and also to the point, you know, he, you know, he, he's, he's he's past his peak, and that happens with footballers sometimes where he'll want to do more. And has he got the ability to do more? And look, Suarez is unreal. He's one of the best players I've ever, ever, one of the most talented footballers ever to play for Liverpool Football Club. He might actually still be, as, as an individually talented player, he might be the best ever to play for us. But you want that situation where not having Griezmann to call upon means that maybe they have to use him a bit much. And, you know, can we, can, can we get him to empty the tank? And if we can, then I think that plays into our hands potentially. Um, still, you know... Beyond that, we just owe them one. Yeah, you know that. It, it, you know, we had a little bit of that in, in the Wanda. Great to pick up the win there, but this is where it matters for me. This has been the game I've had my eye on since the draw was done because, you know, keep keeping with the Thiago Fathers from Red Sea Podcasts Revenge Tour theme. This is the next stop. You know, if you had to go back to all the things that Liverpool hardships Liverpool have faced since the pandemic, or and that kind of stuff, this is where it all. You mentioned this is where it all kicks off. We owe them one at Anfield. We do, yeah. We owe Simeone one after running down touchline. We owe the light. Was it Lorente named his dog Anfield? He said. Could so be. sorry, I made up a choice Steve, to jump in. So I, I, I've done, I did an interview with Sai Hughes for the Athletic. He's got a piece coming out this week about about the Atletico game and the knock on impact and what have you. Um, and he reminded me that like Simeone gave Klopp a big hug. In that game, after that, I think it was is after that even after that game, was telling people to fuck off with their hands. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, this yeah. is the game where there's a pandemic going on, yeah. but also the man who who says he doesn't do handshakes, yeah. but also gave Klopp a big hug that night in the in right. So it's in his the, fault. That's what you're saying. I'm just saying. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> that the, the like his I don't I don't do handshakes. That's why I got off and didn't say goodbye to you. Oh, okay. Thing is utter nonsense. Yeah. So yeah, we did we did we, <laughs> so we deserve. I do hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm a hugger. Um, we deserve to smack him every. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Like I said. Lorente called us dog Anfield. Was it? It was a bitch or something like that. So we, we yeah, you know, they, they do. They owe, we owe them a lot, and yeah. we we come back post pandemic and we were out that competition, and we we were certainly like good enough to win it. You know, we we were more than capable of going to win that competition. We didn't get a chance because of it. So it was a dodge, it was a weird game, and it was the same as around it. And Liverpool actually played really well. And the goalie was just abysmal. Like hopefully, Touchwood, you won't get that this time. Um, our goalie's probably been our best player the last few weeks. Um, most Alex like side, of course. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, best, yeah. Best, <laughs> best player in the world. It's aside, not, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, maybe. We do owe them one. I, 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 as much as footballers and, and yeah, they'll always say, "Oh, it's just one game at a time, one game at a time." That's bollocks. Somewhere there, there's a, there's someone saying, we, "Lads, we owe these. Like we owe every single one of these one for what happened last time. We owe their not better of a manager one, and we owe all the players one." Like. We, we 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 got big revenge by beating them in their gaff because that was a huge win. Very few people go there and win. But not only can we avenge, sort of avenge the chapter that one I, and I mentioned earlier, put a huge dent in their hopes of qualifying as well. Bear in mind that they, they drew with Porto, so uh, in that leg. So if Porto can beat Milan, which everyone seems to be doing in this group, we can beat them, and then they face each other and Porto win again. I'll let you done. Like it's game over. See you yeah. later. They almost need to win this game, don't they? It's a yeah, big, yeah. It's, it's, really it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit. I mean, a draw is better for us than it is for them. Yeah. So again, that might feed into the fact that they're going to come out us and attack us. And even without Antoine Griezmann, you know, Luis Suarez and João Felix are really good players. Like, you know, they've got the attacking threat. They showed the attacking threat in the last game. Uh, you know, again, I, mean, I referenced Alisson having to pull out numerous saves, a bit of that as well. So I can see them coming at us and going for it. 
I would back us to be able to do the same. We score goals pretty much all the time. Two goals is almost a minimum for Liverpool at this. So again, I'm expecting a high-scoring game. I'm expecting both teams to to be on the front foot. Yeah. So a quick look at Group B then and how it how it lies. Um, Liverpool, as we say, top uh, three from three, nine points so far. We have conceded five, but scored eleven so far, which is absolutely outrageous. Uh, other teams up there have done similar. Ajax have got eleven. City are second in the group. The group have scored eleven as well. Lovely stuff. Um, yeah, to your point, four points for Atletico, four points for Porto. The, it's it, we need to make this a battle for second and just take ourselves out of the equation here. Um, now I am cautious about this. I know we had we had that spare game last season, which we then cocked up by playing Jotter and getting him injured, of course. But we very rarely seem to make these as comfortable as they need to be. But maybe that I mean maybe that's a sign of how we started the season, how good we are. And I'd rather have a game against Atletico at Anfield to guarantee your place in the in the last sixteen with than any two other game, with two games to go. Yeah, exactly. It's also made like a win. If we win and Porto draw with AC Milan or get beat by AC Milan, which isn't beyond the realms possibility, we're through as group leaders, top with two games to go. So you don't even have to worry about the oh we want to come first. Nick. Well, it'll be done. It'll be yeah. game. It'll be, we'll be on twelve points and they'll Porto will be on four or five. It'll be game over. So it's a huge incentive. You know, if AC Milan can pull the fingers out a little bit, and we can win and they can do something to Porto. We can do whatever we want in those last two games. It's irrelevant. Yeah, might be an incentive for the players as well. You know, obviously the, the, in, the in a rest. Well, well, yeah, exactly. You are you in a rest. Get yourself through because the games are coming thick and fast. But also where we are now, because of the players that are injured or coming back, you've then got games you can aimark and go. Well, actually, you can play sixty minutes in that game, and it won't really affect anything. Yeah. Okay, you want to finish. You want to win all your games, and I want to remain unbeaten. By the way, as well in in, in all this, um, in, including tomorrow. But then you can manage your squad better. You know, we find ourselves where we're, we're threadbare in midfield. If you can just eye and say, like, the likes of, even the people that are on fringe, Taki, Origi, I know we played against AC Milan, but there's two games there for you. Rather than just playing one Carabao Cup game a month. Yeah. Fucking go I was, ahead, go I was, I was about to bring that up, by the yeah. way, I don't mean, without looking too far ahead. If you can win and you've got top play secure with two games to go and it's guaranteed, you can then, you might be able to go strong against Leicester in the League Cup. And I know it's way down the line. It's, it's in the middle of December. But if there's two less games and all your top guns legs before you get to You're it... less than the red, aren't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, just, just looking at the fixtures, I was just thinking about, about who else we play around it. Obviously, we've got um, West Ham at the weekend, then there's another international break. Yay, yeah, international break. Uh, but we play Arsenal when we come back, followed by Porto, then Southampton, Dar- the derby against Everton. Oh, shit, I didn't mean to click that. Apologies. Yeah. Um, I fucked it. Brilliant. Then Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> then Wolves. And then AC, then Villa. So, you know, there's a clutch of really winnable games of football there. Arsenal might pro- pro- prove more of a problem than maybe we-, we thought at the start of the season or whatever. But to the point, I don't think we'll go weak in any of those games because, like, Mo Salah wants to break the go- wants to get the golden boot. He wants to score. He wants to play in every Champions League game. But it's in how you use your substitutions. It's how you care to the level of intensity it is. You make even if you're only making one more change for that game, and it means you go and one more player stronger for the weekend game. Then that's that's the point of what you what you're playing for is the ability to prioritize. The Premier League over the Champions League games. And the flip side is, I do the opposite. If we're through as top, I would play the reserves, kids, anyone. I'd play the League Cup team. I wouldn't even say, I'd say. Yeah, but that's never going to happen. No, but why not? Why not, though? Because you. Because. I would. And I would yeah, because you. No, no, to the point is, you, because you're right. And in some regard, if we're Fred Bear in midfield, it helps. So yeah. you might see Tyler Moore and yeah. get a game, maybe in the last group game or. Tacky play centre mid. 
Maybe. But you need you do need to keep them in rhythm, you know, because you're going into that period, you're going into the same when everyone plays two games a week and you doing that means that you're up to that sort yep. of speed. So we do they do need to play. I don't think we'll see radical changes for it, but it more likely is <laughs> gotta get there oh, first and yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Ironically we could be shit houses and beat Atletico on Wednesday, then lose to Porto, so Atletico are definitely out. <laughs> yeah. But thanks very much, Porto, for being our whipping boys for three seasons. <laughs> yeah. It's a little treat, yeah. Yeah. And we won't we'll play the kids against you, so we beat, we'd only beat you five, four, three this time. Yeah. Like eight or um, James Gunn with the Super Chat before we head to the break. It says a title decider on Sunday. Can't wait. Uh... Well, that Chelsea versus Burnley? Is that, <laughs> is that, what, is that what it is? Right, yeah, we'll look ahead to them anyway. West Ham Champions. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll look ahead to those a bit later on. But we have got a very short break. We're going to be discussing our Liverpool lineup for this one, what, what, who, who's fit, who's available, and what we do, given all of those things. Um, but we have got a trivia question. When did Liverpool last beat Atletico Madrid at Anfield, and who scored the goals? Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the RedmenTV.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The RedmenTV.com, sign up there today. Yeah, check out Redman Plus right now. The new name for our Liverpool streaming service over on the RedmanTV.com. Loads of incredible updates coming. We've refreshed all the content as well. So new graphics, new titles, new people involved with it. And it loads of new shows as well to get your teeth into. So if you've been a member before and you want to try it out again, then now's a pretty good time to do it as well as all of our world-class documentary stuff uh, as well and loads more to come. Uh, We have got a three-month trial running at the moment, by the way. So if you head over to there and join up, you can join up as a club captain which gives you access to all of the content and all of the uh, content in podcast form as well so all the weekly shows you can get in your native podcasting player to have on the go uh, you just use the code REDMENPLUS uh, uh, on the uh, subscription page and that will get you a free month to have a little nose around get a feel for everything that we do so yeah um, yeah boss going really well they they have to say that but also they don't have to say that at the same time Uh, no I'm made up I'm made up with how it's it's all going to be fair people people seem to be getting on with it really well yeah Yeah. absolutely a lot of hard work's gone into it for sure like I say it's the same price as it was but we've just got way more stuff on it and the back catalogue's amazing. Like you can, in a month, you could easily go through all the documentaries and everything that's there. So it's actually, I think you'd struggle to yeah, be fair, yeah. but the uh, but there's there's so much. You can there. make a start on them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, we're making new content on an almost daily basis there as well. And again, for podcast listeners, if you're not into the whole video thing and you just want to have them in podcast form, then you can get them in podcast form. There's a guide there, so you can get that stuff. And as well, you know, we are. We're, this is the actually the first step, so there's plans to upgrade the the, the user interface. It's going to be a lot more. Uh, it's going to be a lot more dynamic, and we're making big, big changes to how things work. So yeah, get involved. Check the content. Content is king over on Redmen Plus, uh, and then we're going to work out the other things as we go. But yeah, boss, thank you so much, everyone who has joined up. There's been a big influx this week, so you guys are all amazing, uh, and be amazing by joining up and becoming part of the amazing people. 
Have I done enough there, do you think? Amazing. Yeah, I've spent a lot of my time this morning emailing new club legends as well. It's a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to just jump in and be a club legend and get access to the Discord group and all the bonus features as well, then you can do. But yeah, if you want to try Club Captain out, which is just a pure content-driven experience, then do. It's, it's class. Highly recommended. Um, right, yeah, who plays for the Reds in this one? Steve, uh, you know, Cop made a little reference to a bit of fatigue. <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> Fuck. Every, Every time. Yeah, anyway. Um, I will come back to that point. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Who, uh, when did Liverpool last beat Atletico at Anfield and who scored the goals? I reckon he might go Canate, man. Like, for this one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't score those goals. Um, any idea? 2008. Uh, okay. No, incorrect. It's, cool. it's the Europa League semi-final, isn't it? It is. Yeah. We won, but we got knocked out. Okay, yeah. who scored? Forlan for them. Diego Forlan scored for them in the 103rd minute. Yossi Benayoun. Yossi Benayoun scored in the 95th minute, assisted by Lucas Leiva. Yeah. Um, and in the 44th minute, who gave us the lead in the game, assisted by Yossi Benayoun. What year was it? 2010. Oh, fucking hell. Was it... Any suggestions? No, Any no I don't know. Actually, I'm trying to clue. Um, was it Colt? He... No, it very much was not. It was a guy who um, is not looked back on as a, as a good transfer or fun. We signed him that summer, had a torrid time with injuries and spent a lot of time out on loan after the fact. King Jason 13 has got it in the comments. He's trying to make it clear by spamming. I'll allow spamming this one in one particular instance. <laughs> Aqualani. I do remember it. Uh, I, was, I remember it. And I remember thinking, yeah. this is it now. This is it. Like yeah. we played some great football at night, you know, with Maxi Rodriguez and Gerard. You know, we, it was like it, Aquilani finally made sense, and then yeah, we got knocked out by Atletico, and that my hatred for them. Uh, and Diego Forlan, fucking Forlan! Oh my god! Um, yeah, Diego Forlan scored for them. Uh, out of interest, and I guess I, I, I exclaimed when I was looking through their team at the start of this. In fact, our team, it was Pepe, Reina and Gold, Glenn Johnson, Danny Agger, Jamie Carragher. Uh, I don't know, actually played right back in that. Um, Aquilani, Gerard, Benayoun, Babel, Mascherano, Lucas and Kaut were in the starting 11. They had David Hayen in goal. Um, they also had um, Antonio Reyes as well. Simao, another famous not-signed-for-Liverpool yeah. player. Uh, Diego Forlan, partnered up front by Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero, yeah. yeah. I, do remember, I remember the Aquilani goal, though. I remember the Ben Ayun goal, because we all went mental. Yeah. And then fucking Forlan. He's done that a few times, that fella. Fucking Forlan. <laughs> fucking Forlan. <laughs> um, right, yeah. If you've got any uh, thoughts or questions or feels or anything, then do get them in the live chat. Um Here's one actually from from Bassett One. I don't normally like to highlight the um, the negative on stuff, but when people have got mad opinions, I always think it's worth bringing it up. He says, "What does Curtis Jones do?" He says, "Hides all game, McTominay 2.0. I think that's harsh. Because I think let's see in the last game against Leeds, he was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. He scores the goal. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. He, he was good. He, so that's what he does. He looked. He's a goal scorer and centre midfielder. He looked rubbish the other day. Yeah, he, he was. That's fine. Like. People, he wasn't the only one who looked rubbish, by the way. There was where he was just as bad as the captain was horrendous on the day after he scored the wonder goal and he was bad. Loads of bad. I don't want to go back through that game, but I think sometimes like Curtis Jones was really good at Old Trafford. We won 5 0, not he come on in 20 odd minute and was really good. He had a shocking game. I think that's unfair to say. I think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's 
fair to criticise players after the game, but I don't think he's a you know a bad footballer. It's almost like he's a young player still learning on the job. Yeah, I think I think he suffers from the fact that Phil Foden exists, and everyone looks at like young uh, Phil Foden and goes, if you're not as good as Phil Foden, then you're not good at fo- you're not a good young player, which is utter horseshit. By the way, he's like a unicorn, Phil Foden. He's no, honestly, like once yeah. in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, well, no, but but you have that, don't you? You know, you do have players that, uh, who, who come across and they're just generational talents. And I think you know we've got one in Trent Alexander Arnold as well ourselves. Make no mistake, we might have another one in Harvey Elliott. We might have another one in Curtis Jones because if you're good enough to play in Liverpool's team at 20, he's not just playing because of we've got loads of injuries. He's getting ahead of people. Oxley Chamberlain at the moment is playing because we've got lots of injuries. Curtis Jones is playing because Jürgen thinks he's really good. Yeah, he's a good, he's good, he's a good, he's a good footballer. He was he had a bad game. He had two bad games. He wasn't great against Preston either. He's 20. Shit happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean he's played nine appearances for us so far this season. He's got a goal and three assists in 608 minutes of footy, which is a fantastic return. It's one of the most on midfield last season. No, 100. Yeah. No, 100 in that. He scores goals in big games as well. You know, you know. I think and he scores very. He's a scorer of really good goals. We talk about. It's a lot of the same people who, who I think who are like, and oh, we never signed a Coutinho replacement. Failing to realise that Curtis Jones does a lot of the stuff that Phil Coutinho does when he plays from that left hand side as well. He gets up, he gets up in and around the box. He's he's got a great that great open your body up and bend it into the far corner. He's got a powerful strike on him as well. He's phenomenal on the ball. There's one where he gets caught in possession at the weekend, but like we have this saying on watch alongs, Curtis Jones doesn't lose possession. Often. Yeah, but like to the point, it's so, it's such a rare occurrence, yep. and he and he and in positions where and in situations where you just should because he's got two or three men around him. He's he's tight. He's, he's brilliant. I won't. I won't. You see that clip of um, from from Preston when he was bound by the byline. And yeah, he did the, the, elast- thing. He did the elastico thing. Yeah, like, yeah, but it was a mirror image of Ronaldo in similar. Have you seen that video? But yeah, it's fucking incredible. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, again, you know, it, it, we, we, the move breaks down, but like. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not having it. I get. I get. There's always got to be a lad who people need to have some misery in their lives at all times. They need to have a player they can go. Uh, for now, just have it be Ox. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because he's big enough. He's, he's a grown up now. You know, he's a senior footballer who we can demand a bit more of. I think. Oh, but even be. then, what? Oh, oh, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's plenty of players. But he, or, or let's try this on for size. Don't <laughs> and let's just actually marvel at how good Liverpool's uh, Liverpool squad. I is. think that again, uh, without doing too much on negative and stuff, but you can play badly and have a bad game and not be shit. Like you might, you can have a shit game and not be shit. Jordan Henderson was crap post goal against Brighton. He is not crap at football. You know what I mean? Like the the the, the fullbacks weren't great. They're not crap footballers. Curtis Jones is twenty. You're going to get ups and downs with a twenty year old kid. Mm-hmm. Harvey Elliott. Start like a house on fire. If he had to play 15 games, he'd probably have five where he stunk the gaff out. Yeah. Because the young kids, that's what young kids do. Phil Foden, you referenced him earlier. The reason Man City aren't in the Carlin Cup and the wall or whatever it's called, he had a shocking penalty. Like, young players do things sometimes that are just a bit shit. Yeah. And it is what it is. Like, we're in a position where Kate Jones is getting played. He probably is playing a little bit too much just because, again, the injuries and stuff. But he, he deserves the, he deserves a chance to be recognised as a Liverpool first team player. He's not he's not rubbish. Keep pointing this out, like it's just we do this, we forget what level Liverpool are at. He's not sometimes. playing is he Paul because like he's not Reese James. He's, he's not, not Reese James. He's not Reese Williams rather who was in because there was nobody else. He's not Nathan Eccleston. And again, if you don't, it, I think again, it might be a lot of people who don't know who Nathan Eccleston is who who, who are making this why. point. No, 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 but yeah. you're making this point, and it's just it's just time, you know, it, as much as anything else. He was a young lad in the end of the Rafa era who was just 
he was fine. You know, he was quite patient, decent control, decent eye of a goal, but he was he was never of the level. And Liverpool, that Liverpool, were nowhere near the level that this Liverpool was at. So, you know, again, if you if you're good enough to be in this in this current Liverpool squad, you've you're in the top percentile of the greatest footballers on on the planet at the moment. And Kers is 20 years old, and look at what he's done already in that age. I, again, I, I, it feels like I'm. I, 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 it's really got to you, hasn't it? No, I know it does. It does. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, but I know. it genuinely does because it's 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 this like. Like this, this the McTominay two point stuff. It's just you, well done. You're well done. Quite good as well. Fishing, fucking complete. You've got McTominay is good. It's all right. By it's the fine. Way. <laughs> but again, even if he only goes on to be that good, you've got a you've got a very good, solid footballer. My argument is there's I see more and suggest there's well more than that in in Curtis Jones because look how good he is in the in the final third. Look how good he is in tight spaces. Again, again, there's people who fucking who, who who are now finally massively wanking Jordan Henderson off at every given turn, as well they should do because he's he's phenomenal. We had this, we we had we had we had to go five years of him not being that and really struggling to establish himself in the Liverpool team and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I think we've got I think we've got a massive talent in Kurt Jones, and hopefully we'll we'll, we'll he'll continue because he hasn't not proved that he's he has proven that time and time again whenever he's played for footy for us. Um I wouldn't be against them. Yeah no you given the choice. <laughs> um <laughs> is, there, is, there there choice? There is there a choice? <laughs> yeah. um, even given the choice well, you know there's I mean, a, I was being there's sarcastic a, then. Yeah, yeah. There's a possibility Fabinho. The Fabinho is back. There's a there's an outside chance that Thiago might be around for this one. He's back in training. I played Jones maybe before I played Ox. I'd yeah, I yeah I'd go into this and and not look at the names to say who's the fittest to go into this game, which obviously they'll have the statistics and analytics on on these players and, and play those because I know someone mentioned it before, like and joked about it, but Sunday's a bit pretty big game against West Ham as well. What's the point of? Ideally, I think we'd all go for Bino Thiago, this, you know, the sexiest midfielder we want because they're, they're the better, better footballers, obviously, but don't risk them at, at what cost to not having him on Sunday. And I know there's an international break after that, so it's not our fucking problem, but still, I think you're going with the fittest. And you, again, five substitutes in this game, you can make changes if you need to, but it's a pretty big game against a, a side that works really hard. And we saw that in the last game with the midfield. We look, we know we had it for five, for 10, Bino, yeah. five, five, ten, fifteen minutes, and then we just fucking lost it. That's the that centre. We'll play for Bino, but yeah. I don't know where he's at. If he's ninety percent, then probably yeah. That's the thing. But, in a pause, that we don't, we just we guess him. If Fabinho's fit enough to play ninety minutes, then he plays. Like that's a given, hundred percent. Sunday can take care of Sunday. Soft. If Fabinho has to play, then it's what you do around him. Given what we've got available, I'm guessing Thiago isn't an option. I wouldn't want to start Fabinho and Thiago because the the, the likelihood is. You're probably going to take both of them off at yeah. some point, which, which, which is, is less fine. of an issue with five, five subs. Yeah, but there's no to bring on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And also, it has all the hallmarks of. I keep referencing 17, 18 this season because we feel like the like the perfect version of that Liverpool at, the, at this point. But think about the Man City game at Anfield in that season where we take off. I can't remember. We t- we, we take off the mid, we we change the midfield and he's, and. City nearly overrun us because we basically blew ourselves out in 70 minutes. You don't want a situation, even if you've got two, your two goals to the good here, where you give an Atletico a run at you for 20 minutes when you've yeah. not got your best version on the pitch. It might be similar to what we did last time out, where for being your start on the bench and you see how, how long you can go before I you bring him in. I start him if he's fit, obviously. I will go for being your Henderson Jones. If, if that would be my selection. If he's not. Oh. If he's not, if, if he's not, well, who else is? There's no one left. Yeah. Then if, if Fabinho, we're in trouble, I think, by the way, if he isn't, 
Because I think we got. I think is got, there something to just go with 4-2-3-1 for this one? We saw that we changed to that against Brighton, which might give a little indicator of like that becomes our backup. If we're lacking in midfielders, then you make you you just put Bobby a ten Firmino, in there. Bobby for me, no. You put Bobby in or or who's whatever. your two though? Is it Henderson and whoever Jones? Henderson, whoever's fifth? So Jones Henderson and Jones or Henderson? I'd be I'd be a bit more concerned if it was Hendo and Ox, but I would I would choose Jones in that. It, just he's taller for a start, and he's mm-hmm. a little bit more. Composed, I think. I think less fragile, less fragile as well. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, you know, I think that's a little overstated. Isn't I it? think he's. I think Jones is nailed on to start because I think I'm pretty sure. Again, we don't know. We're, we're predicting how fit Thiago and Fabinho are, but given that they ain't even on the bench, I think it'd be a risk to start both of them. I wonder whether, sorry, Ross, whether you might gamble on, yeah, gamble, gamble on one over the other. I know we're gambling on Fabinho, but we Thiago was in training last week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and also. I think we need some control in this game. And Thiago gives you that. He just gives you more time on the ball. And we're going to have the ball. They're going to want us to have the ball. Um, but it's how we use it and how we just need we need that calmness. I talked on the final word about how I think we're going to an extreme of attacking this season. And But there comes a point in the game where you're going to go, right, and now we're going to defend. For, we're going to just be compact and, and not concede for 15 minutes, get our breath, and then maybe look to go again. We haven't worked out how to do that before the other team score. Um, and having Thiago means, I think he helps you change between being a gungo side and a more resolute side. Yeah. Um, I said he's, he was in training last week, which is a, a nice surprise for everybody. And I think he said he's, he's nowhere near a chance of Brighton on Saturday. So he's had more training. He's had a bit more rhythm. He was doing rondos and stuff last week. Whereas Fabinho, I still, I still haven't seen him unless he's been in there today, but that still feels a little too soon. The problem is, as you just mentioned there, we we concede a couple of goals and then we need to bring him on when the game's already screaming out for him. Would you rather do that situation where you get to half time and it's you've not conceded two, three goals or sixty minutes and then you take him off rather than reacting to something like you said before, it's too late, you know, you've already conceded loads of goals in a game that these these need to win. I think centre half's the bigger problem because they are all fit. We know they're all fit. So that, that that isn't a fitness thing, that's just a who do you want to play thing. I I would have Matter straight back in, yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I I I think Canate earned the start against Brighton, but I think we saw He's still a bit raw, isn't he? Like the, and Van Dijk wasn't amazing either. Verde was going to play if he's again fitness permitting. Yeah, I would just go back to Matip. It depends what we're doing here. As uh, Canate started, because we now think that's our first choice centre back pairing. And if that's the case, I think Canate will start. Will start again. I think we're trying to just keep them all ticking along. Yeah, and because because Go, Gomez, I, I think he he might feel himself a little unlucky not to have had. Not to have started the game Preston, last week, yeah. you know, but he, got, he played Preston. Yeah, yeah, but you know he's he. I think maybe feel like he's fell down the pecking order or whatever. But for me, him and Virgil are the left side of centre halves, and I think it's Matip and Canate is the right sided. And then you've got Nat Phillips as again as you break glass underneath all that. I, I my feeling is that Matip will come back in for this one because we've just managed his minutes. Yeah, because there's no point being stupid about it. There's no point in redlining Matip. When you when you spend thirty six million pounds on a centre half who needs games to get up to speed as well, so it's been a little gamble and maybe one that you know we we might have that it's not Canate's fault we didn't win against Brighton but there's intangibles to changing your centre half as we discovered last season so maybe it is but we're doing it for the long term benefits. If you had to talk, if you I'd pick I, between the two, I think Joel's the second choice. I think, he, yeah. I, think I think I think he's nailed on second choice. But I, I think you just said it there. You, you've got to manage him, and I've said it plenty of times. Nailed I, on I, second choice. I said Van Dijk and then and then Matip is nailed yeah, on yeah, first yeah, choice, yeah, right yeah, side yeah, of yeah. centre. Yeah, I think I think it's him because 
I've been pleasantly surprised the amount of games we've got out of him so far. I thought we'd get two games, he's injured. And then we, I think most people did the same thing against Preston at half-time, going, oh, he's injured, and then they decided to tell us it was it was pre-planned. You have to manage him. So, you know, he's, he had, what, United off, played 45 against Preston, didn't play at the weekend, and then, you know, he, he comes in for this one. His experience in this competition, I think, outweighs him against Canate, and I think that's what that, that's why he plays. Yeah. Joe Gomez hasn't had the amount of football I think that he would have liked, but also you can't throw him into such a big game for, like, for this. And similarly to Wednesday as well, I don't think you can play for that either. Yeah, and it's and it's to the point what we discussed about this, like earning your right to, 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 to manage a season how you wish. Today, get, if we win this game, it means Canate can effectively have, if you can choose without any concerns to play him in the next two Champions League games. And that Because to the point, you want Matip in the big Champions League games because he's the one with all the experience in there. But ideally, what you want is, you want Canate to be up to speed. You get, it gives you those two games to do this. So putting Matip in for this one makes sense. And then again, you know, best foot forward. <laughs> He's been better than Van Dijk this year, Matip. Matip's been our best centre-half of the four. So yeah, he, he plays for me. I, I can only imagine, like, it was the thing with Canate, was you wearing your shirt against United and you deserve to play. But it was weird that we took Matip off after 45 minutes to protect him. I just presume that means that we start him at Brighton mm-hmm. and he didn't. I think Matip is the best the best of the other three. Van Dijk's still working his way up there, but even now he's amazing. I'm, I'm with Ross, I think Matip's better. I think there is a conversation to be had at left-back. The thing with Trent is, Trent has to play, there's no one else really. You're not going to play Necho or, or Gomez there now. I think there's arguments to give Costa Shimakas a go. Um, I don't think I think Robertson hasn't been at his best. I don't yeah. think he was particularly good at the weekend as well. Yeah. Shimakas has been good. He wasn't again. He wasn't amazing against Preston, but like that game was like a, a, a snore first. Liverpool players look like they were just looking after themselves a little bit. Th- there's valid reason to say give Canar- give uh, give Shimakas a game if you if you really wanted to. That could be the way. That could be one way just to freshen things up a little bit. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be adverse to it. I think again Robertson's in the right to have a little dip. For how great he's been since the day he pretty much arrived, but he's in a similar situation to Bobby is though, isn't he? Where he's so used to playing every game and he's used to not being injured that they both got ill-timed injuries, you know, at the start at the start of the season. So you you kind of you've got to get them up to match fitness. So they've got to play a lot of games to get up to match sharpness, but also in getting them up to match sharpness, you got you you're also fatiguing them in in, in doing that. They are, I think Robbo. I agree. Actually, I would not be against Shimika starting this game at all because I don't think you're seeing anything significant in a, in a drop off, and you might actually get a little bit more. I think again from corners, I think he's he's a better corner taker than Andy Robertson. I think his crossing's a little bit better. Um, you, but also in the cauldron atmosphere when everyone's getting pumped up and fired up, Robbo just comes alive in those situations, doesn't he? So you lose a bit of that. Whereas Shimika just looks like he's. Just about to drop off at any at any given point. Very tired looking. Robert would give him Suarez a little rub on the head as, oh, he, as he walked past it, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, like he did with Messi, yeah. yeah. He owes him yeah. one. And then the other question, I suppose, last one you, you mentioned, isn't it? Is who starts up front? Like, is it Jota time? Is it, is it Firmino time? Because I imagine Mane and Salah, you think, will play both start. Yeah. The problem you've got is that having rested Mane, Mane was you imagine Mane, you know, he should, start, Mane well. should just start, and he's been he's been really good as well, hasn't he? I actually thought he was he was he was brilliant at times, you know, a little bit wild at times, but it's Mane all over. He was he was pumped up for that game at the weekend. You really only do, I think, you do in Jota for Firmino, maybe I would, but does that does that give us the fluidity we're looking for from the front three, or is it just Jota giving one sniff and he'll he'll buy he'll buy I, I'm, for us? I'm on that point. I think uh, I'm not sure we'll need our 
number 10 to be, or number 9 to be dropping as deep as Firmino likes to in this game because I don't think Atleti are interested really. I will go Jota. I'd start Jota. I think he's earned the chance to have a little run as Liverpool's number 9 again. Bear in mind, I'm talking about the fellow who scored at like a couple of weeks ago against Firmino. It's, it's not ruling him out. I think I think Jota is probably more suited to play this game and Bobby's more suited to face West Ham. The only one that's just slightly wild on this, because Taki came on for the last couple of minutes, I don't think we'll see Taki in midfield as such, but I wouldn't be against letting him have a bit of a free roll in a 10 if we were going to, if we were going to do a 43-1 and you maybe you start you do start Jota but you put Tacky in behind this is wild I don't think this will happen by the way but I would be against that I'd, I, I, I'd see, go Bobby I just, well, I'd go Bobby yeah if, you, if you're doing if you're playing a 10 you might as well just play for me I just think it, but this is the point if you go, but if you re, if you if you bring in Jota in to rest you can't rest it's not resting is it? yeah. but I don't think this is a game you rest players in I think it's a game where you win to, to earn the right to rest players down the line I think, and to be fair Klopp Always, he tends to rest more in the league than he does in Europe. Anyway, like he always goes big guns out Europe. Yeah, Divock might start. I mean, I say that yeah, Origi starts AC Milan. Oh yeah, we started like yeah, Divock and Tachi against Midland. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think with, with Bobby, the thing is why why I pick him is depends on what the midfield is. There's no Fabinho there. I'm concerned about how unsettled that midfield could get because. Yeah. It's not there against a the hard working side. You've got Bobby who's selfless, I know Jota is as well. But someone's going to come in for five or ten minutes at a, 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 a time, go, listen, just fucking come back and help, help us out. And then you've got that tireless work rate of Bobby. Okay, going forward, something different. But I think in this opposition, depending on what the midfield is, if there's no Fabinho, then I'll play Bobby so we can help out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Amit S um, asks the super chat question, guys. How does the appointment of Conte shake things up in the league? Obviously, I don't think he's actually 100 percent converted at the time of recording, but it looks likely to Spurs, doesn't it? Uh, also, I'm so happy he's not gone to United as I rate him highly. Yeah, we're going to be doing this on the Around the League show uh, streaming on Redmond Plus this afternoon uh, because it's the big news. I, yeah, I looked at it. They're like seven points behind us in the league at the minute. I think it, hopefully it's too. It's that's a bit much for them to become. And also their squad, I don't think it's quite there for them to become title challengers or anything overnight. But I, that's the spot on point there, Steve. I am, um, I'm made up that that's a, Man United potentially shitting the bed on not sorting the Tolshar stuff out means the Conte's been taken might, might get taken off the table because I think he would improve them immensely. Yeah, he's very good. He's a really really good manager. He's, he's, I think I saw eighteen month contract, which is perfect for Antonio Conte because yeah. that's when he usually because he's twelve. Yeah, yeah, he gets off anyway, but. Yeah, he's, he's listening. We've seen him in this league before. He came in with a Chelsea team, pissed the league, didn't he, at one point as well. So he's a very good manager. And with you on Spurs squad, I think their, their issue isn't just the manager. I think there's a lot to sort out. What I would say is that I don't think he he takes the crap that maybe Nuno took just because we're standing in the league. You know what I mean? And again, I know you're going to talk about this later, but but it's funny because they there was there were no managers available in the summer. Like Everton ended up and end up end up with a Liverpool legend in charge, and Spurs, them and Spurs were looking around going, uh, uh, "Anyone? <laughs> does anyone want the job? Nobody wanted that job." Whereas you know, a bit like I was with Klopp, isn't it? You know, sometimes you have to, you just have to hold on a minute and see and see what see what develops. Yeah, and he's he's, a, he's, a, he's clearly a great manager. He's won. Titles wherever he's been, so yeah, he, he he makes Tottenham better. I think Tottenham are better with Antonio Conte than than they were with Nuno Santos for sure. Again, it might be a bit little bit too late this season, but it, it, listen, seven points isn't huge. Yeah. Like he turned Chelsea around with what you know they were getting people Arsenal. He went to a five at the back, and then from there they just went annihilated everybody. So he's clearly got that in his lock. And the Spurs have got some good players. It, it makes it. Uh, I'm but I'm happy with the second point. I would have been either been better with United squads because they've got world class players like Tottenham haven't really got that at the moment. 
So in a way, yeah, it's a lesser of the two evils, I suppose, that he's mm. gone there rather than towards Trafford. I think there's a massive culture problem at Tottenham, and I think there has been since Poch left. You know, we've also in the documentary, there's no characters, no leaders in that side. I actually feel a bit sorry for Nuno in the sense that Harry Kane wants to fuck off for the whole summer and he's come back and probably just upset the apple cart with like, oh, yeah, I'm staying, by the way. Yeah. Deal with me. Um, so Conte will come in, he's a character, won't take any of that shit, we'll get rid of the dead body, you're not good enough. And he gets to refresh the Kane thing as well, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, he? He gets to put the Kane stuff to bed, he's a new guy coming in with a big reputation, Kane, that'll probably make Kane feel a bit happier. You know, he's not still in the same place with a with a, with a with another worse manager than he's had previously, so he might reinvigorate him for one more hour anyway. We will be discussing this at length on Around the League today, so you go and subscribe uh, on Redmen Plus uh, on the RedmenTV.com. And if you use the code Redmen Plus one word, uh, then you can get it free for an entire month and check out all of the amazing shows that we do over there. So, yeah, please do and uh, give some feedback on it as well. That was great. All right, I haven't done score predictions in two weeks, so let's do score predictions. Predictions. Stay. Liverpool Three two Liverpool. Three two. Four two. Four nil to Liverpool. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Because why not? Yeah, yeah. Let's just have that instead. Pre- yeah. Preferable, right? I don't think it will be. Actually. <laughs> I was going to go four three, but I decided no. Let's say on the. We're going to have to stop conceding goals at some point. Let's do it in a game where everyone expects us to concede Got a loads. last week. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, the, the trick is to play rubbish championship teams. If we want to stop conceding goals, can we just play championship teams all the time? And even then, even then, even then, even then, get Adrian and goal yeah, yeah. Uh, Right, yeah, thank you so much for joining us for the build up show. Start 11 will come for free, of course, on YouTube. But again, as mentioned, if you want to check out everything that we do, loads of bonus shows you've got around the league, you had uh, going out later today, we've got Final Word, which was out on. Uh, early Monday morning the debate show is midweek Jano Insight with Neil Jones is later on in the week as well uh, the stat show with Chris Pajak is back we'll have a look back at Manchester United check last week's one uh, and another one coming this week as well there is the Club Legends show which is made by our Club Legends subscribers over there uh, for the Club Legends and beyond as well which is good Ross was on that last week I was on it the week before really good stuff uh, yeah there's tons in conversation with tomorrow as well I think yeah, yeah. Toby Tarrant Toby Tarrant from Capital, is he on? Radio X, and there might be another one on Friday as well. Might There's do, tons coming on. Might do Neil Reynolds on Friday. Loads. Loads, loads, loads. Check it out. Anyway, thanks so much. Cheers all soon. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.